Rookie. Little uh, James Brown. How's it going, Justin? It's going. Hell yeah. Welcome back to the regular Chud podcast. Yeah. We got your three. Uh, we got your three Twitter mentions uh, asking where we were. So here we are. Two from the same the same man. We're like Tony Todd. Just say our name three times, and here we come. That's a uh, Final Destination reference. No, we are here. Um, it is the weekend. It's the week uh, after Crimson Peak blew everybody away in the box office. Um, and on the uh, what do we have? Steve Jobs coming out, coming out, and some other shit. So we're we we tried to get together and do it before, and it wasn't it wasn't meant to be. Some vacations, some business trips. Yeah, we saw Sicario. We had big plans on talking about it, and. That was kind of the last movie I saw in the theater. At Me least. too. Uh, Sicario. Did you did you end up buying the soundtrack? The Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did you end up buying the um, the double sided Sicario soundtrack? No, no. On vinyl? No. Eight hundred eighty gram. Yeah. Yeah. It's hefty. Nope. I don't remember the music. I remember liking it. Yeah, it was all. Um, um, Gwen Stefani solo stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, pretty effective. It was. Uh, I thought it was just music from the uh, the original Game Boy Tetris. <laughs> that would be pretty great. That, that music was the best. See, uh, Benicio backed by eight bit. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that guy can do no wrong right now. Benicio. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Guardians. This. Oh yeah, he's in Rogue. No, no, he's in the new Star Wars. He's in the Ryan Johnson Star Wars, possibly playing the bad guy. Well, since it's since we're on the subject, oh Star Wars. Yesterday, the new trailer released. Uh, people came everywhere. Uh, yeah, I released it during I, Monday Night Football. I watched more football last night than I have in quite some time. Did you enjoy it? No, I, it wasn't I watched, a good game. It was not a good no, game. I watched about two minutes of football. Um, Did you see Mike Mike Ditka fart on TV? No, it's like the biggest. There's a. I thought I heard it when I was watching. Uh, I don't know if it was during half. It must have been during halftime. They have the, you know, the commentators just talk about the game, and instead of talking about the game, Mike Ditka apparently farted about the game. So was it planned? I don't think so. It was loud, <laughs> and they try to uh, maybe say that it was from the sound booth, but it did not sound like that. Yeah, well, that's his, that's what he calls his ass. <laughs> and, and his his co commentator looked like had the expression on his face like you just farted on national TV. That's his 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 eyes were saying, which is a look I've I always try to you know emulate practice emulate. Yeah. So the new trailer came out, and it was. Uh, it was everything I could hope for. It's very nice. Yeah, and you know what's good about it, I think, um, and I really love the. They teasers. still haven't shown you shit. I love it. Yeah, yeah and and it's. Um, what if that is everything? What if there, <laughs> there's no plot? It's I just, just think it's great. I mean, you know, because people, some people are complaining about it, and some people were complaining, obviously, that Luke has been left out of stuff. But obviously, you know, Luke is in it, and if you think, if you listen to the trailer, I think, um, you know, you think about it, they are referencing. You know his absence is very pronounced in that trailer. You know, like I, there people are directionless. There's stories about the old Jedi. I mean, he's talked about. So, and I think that shot. There's a shot of someone p- 
petting, I think, petting R2. Yeah. I think that's what he's doing, petting him. Yeah. Um, that's Luke, I think. So I'm pretty – I mean, I think it's amazing. I think they've done a great job marketing it, obviously. Um, certainly looks think fantastic. Think he'll do well? That is that's the question, right? Cutting edge box office projections. I well, I like how like Avengers going to win the weekend. Avengers Ultron came out and made I think I don't know how much it made. Let's say it made one point five billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, uh, and the people were a little like, shy. People, yeah, people were like, it's kind of a failure. The studio's saying it's a little bit of a failure. Yeah, I, I actually rewatched that with my daughter recently. And found stuff to like about Ultron. It. Yeah, oh, I really like that movie. I mean, I know that uh, people have a lot of complaints about it. What are the What's the main complaint about that? I think that it's just they think it's messy, but I don't think it's a messy movie. It feels to me um, bloated, maybe, and I think that's a, one of the complaints. I'll, a lot of people think it's poorly written, which I don't. Um, they don't like Hawkeye as a farmer, which I don't mind. Hawkeye is great in that movie. Hawkeye's great in that movie. Uh, the ending is too similar to the last one. I didn't mind that. I to me, I like the second one almost better than the first. So, but I am not a great judge of stuff. So yeah, we we know. Yeah. So the Star Wars trailer is really good. It's um. Let's hear some um. Let's hear some lines from it. Do you remember any lines from it? Not really. Yet. That's what we'd like to do when we're remembering trailers. Remember, we like to say lines from the trailers. No. No. That's the, one of the patented th- patented things that we do on the Chud Show podcast. We remember the trailers and try to remember what they say in them. That's we remember one of the very little, except unless it had unless it came out in like '89, and then right. we're all over it. Right. So, what's some of the lines? Uh, like there's the one where he's talking about Vader. It's like I, I miss. Like I, I'm. I'm Let's start what you finished. Yeah, I like yeah. what you did there. He does say that. I <laughs> like what you did there. Like, remember what you did? I like it. Yeah, it's good shit. Um, I'm going to build a race. I'm going to build an army about it. It's great. My favorite line from the trailer is when Harrison Ford says, this is my ship, the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> my had favorite it for a long part time. is when Boyega is standing on the Vista and he looks a little chunky. Looks a little chunky up there. He looks chunky? He looks a little stocky. Stocky Boyega. He looks a little stunted. Thought it might have been lens problems or something. He looks a little thick. You think he looks chubby? In that one shot. I know he's not. He's a... A very nice looking young man. I, I can't. Okay, what, why is Oscar Isaac getting tortured in that thing? Well, I think because he's a good guy, and then the bad guys capture him, and then they don't want him to have a good time. So it looks like that maybe you know maybe he didn't sign up for the sequels. I don't know. Is that his? Is he getting tortured to death? I don't know what's happening. You don't know. It's a surprise. No. The movie that's will my, deliver. That's probably my favorite line. It's when he's screaming. <laughs> And he's like, ouch! Yeah, he's like, I didn't ask for this. He's like, uh, yeah, that's what he says. I remember that part. He does, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. Yeah. Lawrence Kasdan's like sweating bullets right now. He's like, I hope the I hope Harrison, I hope Han Solo's ship, the Millennium Falcon, arrives soon to rescue me. <laughs> I watched Star Wars A New Hope today. This morning at the chateau, oh, you got the bug, man. Oh, big time! You got the Star Wars bug, and uh, I forgot just how much Chewbacca is talking in this fucking movie. <laughs> Chewbacca is always talking in the background. He's he's fucking chatterbox. Are you serious? Chewbacca talks all the fucking time. That is a rare complaint. I have not heard that. Chewbacca is is. is I mean, is that a complaint? Even or are you? Probably I, I love his. I love his the sound of his his voice. Let's hear a little. 
I, I don't do it. Ringtone? You got a ringtone? Because uh, I, I, people used to, that used to be my, um, on my softball team. That's how they, that's what they do for me. They would do that sound. They call you Chewy? Because I was hairy. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so I'd hear that from the fucking outfield, but I can never emulate it. But no, it's funny. If you watch Star Wars, Chewbacca is constantly talking. And then I, I started to watch Empire, and sure enough, any opportunity. There's no dead fucking air when Chewbacca's around. He says so little. He says, he says so much. Like, he, we understand so little, but he is in the background. It's one of those gags, too, where no one understands Chewbacca, but, like, uh, old uh, Han, Han Solo, right? And the droid. and Luke. Everybody ends up understanding him. Like, Chewbacca is, like, that you don't understand, and Han Solo's like, okay, yeah, we get it. Enough about the broiled shrimp. <laughs> So anyway, we were out, This, as an aside about hair, we were out tonight eating. I uh, met for dinner. We hadn't seen each other for a while. Had a nice dinner. Lovely dinner. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Romantic. Yep. Super. Um, not a lot of people in this place. So what happens when, sometimes when there's not a lot of people in a restaurant, as I'm sure the audience knows, sometimes you get the attention of the owner of the restaurant. He comes over to make sure that uh, you don't have any friends that can come by. <laughs> you know. So or, it was weird to meet the owner of uh, Chipotle. <laughs> So he comes over and he starts small talking us, which is fine. Nice enough guy. And he asked Nick, uh, he said, looks at Nick and he says, hey, are you in the hair business? And uh, Nick said, no. And the guy said, oh, because you got, what do you say? You have nice hair. Something. He said, you got nice hair. So. And then I said, well, I'm a sex symbol, so I have to. And I think he said, you guys got nice hair, but I don't think he was talking about me. I was like, are you sure you're talking about me? He was talking to me and Quato. Anyway, I just thought it was funny. Like, I've never heard the question posed, are you in the hair business? Yeah. Because that could, what could that be? You're a barber? That's what it is. He's asking if you're a barber or a hairdresser. What other hair business is there besides selling hair? We know that guy. Yeah, I don't Making know. Making wigs? Maybe it's are you a, a wig maker? Maybe it's a pickup line. He didn't seem like he's picking you up. Damn, I'd say that his it. game was off if that was happening. Um... I think he legitimately was looking to a way to continue the conversation. Well, when you were in the bathroom, he came over and said, are you in the getting laid by me business? <laughs> <laughs> business is a little slow. <laughs> um, anyway, so back to Star Wars. Um, I loved it. I mean, I was already going to love the trailer, I'll say it, but it's not recording. <laughs> It'd be a good thing, probably. Um so, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be amazing. I've got my tickets. You, you bought some? I bought some tickets. For? The where? movie. Uh, uh, at, for av- at the Avenue. Did not pre-order. I figured I'd be good. Well, I, so? my daughter was with me, and I was like, well, let's do this. So. And you went to the theater to buy them? No, or I went you online. Buy them online? Yeah. A lot of people had trouble online. I did for a while, but. But you persevered? I, I just, I, I, it was like. It was processing. I just put it on the on the table and waited while I was watching the ball game, and sure enough, it was ready for me. So I've got some tickets to that shit. You get three, two. Me and the girl. Didn't think of. Uh, what about your son? He's dog shit. He's not ready. Oh, is he too young? He he's he's uh, he's he he doesn't care enough yet. He uh, he he's obsessed. He's very obsessive about particular things, but. Even Jurassic World, which my daughter watches all the time, he 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 can give her, he can take her. He's not a big fan of he likes movies all he the likes way through or something. I guess I could say this. He's 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 a big fan of 
um, like uh, bridges and things getting demolished. And, and it's, his favorite is cell phone towers. When cell phone towers get demolished, they fall. He watches that on YouTube or something? Monster, yeah. So imagine my surprise when my son on his own found 9-11. He did? Yeah. Yeah. So would you have to take the computer away for a while? No, or what? no. No, just he understands it's probably not a great thing that happened. And but he thinks it's cool to see the, you know, so I. Did you turn it into a lesson? Yes. Well, my mom, I wasn't around. My mom saw it. Um, but yes, I did. So then we watched San Andreas. <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about San Andreas. Let's go from Star Wars to San Andreas, which you saw on on VOD or whatever. Would you get digital iTunes? Yeah, my mom. It. My mom has been dying to see it. Right. Um, well, I mean, like the rest of the country. It's a huge hit, right? It was, yeah. Um, you got The Rock. You got Carla Gugino. You got uh, the, Alexander Daddario. The girl, the, yeah, the very hot. That movie would have doubled its budget, or doubled its, if she had worn a white T-shirt in the show. She was also, she wore a white T-shirt in True Detective, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. Yeah. Where she was the heir to the. Jessica Biel. I think she inherited the. Yeah, the Leatherface fortune. Yeah. I don't think it was called the Leatherface fortune. but They should have called it. I didn't. It's hard to make it through that movie. I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, it was bad. And then at the end, she like pretends like. Uh. Anyway, yeah. So we watched that, and there was enough d- destruction for my son's pleasing. So he he got he got enough for that. Okay. So he doesn't have to watch True Hardship. He could watch Fake Hardship, <sighs> San Andreas. Um, also in the film, everybody's favorite Ian Gruffold, hmm? Paul Giamatti. Does Ian Gruffold play? Who does he play? He plays the Xander Berkeley character. Because he, he dies, I imagine. He gets fucked. Uh, what happens? Earthquake? Well, he abandons her in the car, like the daughter, his stepdaughter. He abandons her, and then if something falls on him, he gets punished. Is he okay? He's, he, he, I don't know. Is he still Reed Richards? <laughs> Wishes. That's a coveted role. <sighs> it's available. I think it's available. Is it, is it, it's not out yet, is it? Not yet. In the theater? No. Um, so San Andreas was actually fun. The Rock is always great. He is really good and stuff. Um, it's it's a, it's a, it, it, I can't believe Emmerich or Dean Devlin or um, they were Steven involved. Summers. Yeah, it was. Who was the, this? The, this guy uh, is handling The Rock's next uh, film uh, adventure as well. The guy that did San Andreas. I forgot his fucking name. They're teaming up for something else. Okay, I'm sure a subtle, subtle film. So you, there was the, a the adaptation of a play, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're doing some video game thing. Yeah. So there was a Man Against Nature film you wanted to talk about. What? The Chris O'Donnell starring vehicle. <laughs> so, vertical limit. I don't know why we didn't kick the show off with it. So this is what it was interesting is before when we decided we we're going to do the podcast tonight, I flipped the TV on real quick. Uh, not for any fodder, but the vertical limit was immediately on. It's a movie from 2000, I believe. Um, and I remembered that I don't remember anything about it. When I looked at it, I remember Chris O'Donnell's in it. I guess I would have remembered Bill Paxton was in it. That's it. Scott Glenn's what I remember. Okay, and what else do you remember about Scott Glenn? You know what's funny is Steve Murphy was obsessed with that movie. Why? Because we went to the screening of it, and he was blown away by how good Chris O'Donnell's hair looked. <laughs> what he said? Yes. He wore a hat the cat if, the whole time. If you, if you mention the words vertical limit to Steve, at any time, that's, a, that's all he'll talk was about. Was he env- envious of his hair? Because Steve's got good hair. 
got nice hair. I He's mean, had, he I would ask Steve if he was in the hair business <laughs> recently. If I see him, if I ever yeah, no, see him, Chris O'Donnell had like wavy, like flowing, right? Ble- like b- little bleach shit going on. What, okay, so I this is what I'm saying. I just, I think we should try to talk about the plot because here's, I have no idea what it's about, but there are different groups on the mountain, and for some reason they're carrying around bombs, like canisters. Mm-hmm. And they're I don't in their backpacks. At least there's one of them. And at one point, one of them goes uh, gets dropped, blows up, and causes like all this uh, avalanche. Yeah. You know? So what is happening? Is it like a terrorist movie? What, what's going on? What, I all I remember is Scott Glenn had no toes in the movie. Okay. In the he movie. was a victim of frostbite, and Robin Tunney was in it. And she had like an edema thing going on a little bit. Really? Um, who else was in it with her? The Crycheck was in it from X Files. Nicholas Lee. Uh huh. It's a miracle the film's not like a hit. With that. Uh, Paxton. So those three were in. I don't remember Paxton. He's in. A, he Is he play, the bad guy? He plays a bad guy. I think he plays like a, a, I believe, a greedy business type guy. You know, and he's like a dick in the scenes that. So I, I don't know. No, I know that Chris O'Donnell's not a crime fighter, but he's forced into action. He's a star. He's like a guide, right, or some shit. Yeah, I don't know what mountain it is. I saw Everest. Did we talk about that? Yes, I saw that. Movie. You liked it. We saw it. We talked about it in the pod. I don't think so, but you did. I know you did like. The I movie. liked it. It's not a very big hit. Well, I mean, they released it weird because it was so custom made for IMAX. That's what happened with the walk, which yeah. I want to see as well. But yeah, that's the Hawking. No, it's a different one. Different, different movie. It's the. Um, I know. But Man did you see wire. it? No. We should have seen that. It, I, I looked at Gordon Levitt's makeup, and I just didn't want to see the movie. I'm gonna go see it before it leaves IMAX. Apparently, it's incredible in IMAX. Yeah. Let's go tonight. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't go see that before the Spielberg movie or before the Guillermo movie or before, you know, Jobs. Is your son gonna go see the Bridge of Spies with you? No, the bridges don't get destroyed. That's not true. Um, Spy Network does. But Vertical Limit, I remember it being fine. It wasn't a horrible movie. Who did that movie? Had to be somebody. It's it had to be someone like it, Turtle Tob or something. You know, somebody that's like a. A workman's it's, director. I think it's one of those guys who is like a Simon, not, not a Simon West, but somebody who was, like you were able to be that in the late 90s and early 2000s. You were able to be, you know, a cheap Rennie Harlan. Or, there, there was like a rash of like kind of mountaineering movies, you know, like these action mountaineering movies like Cliffhanger, obviously. But, you know, they had a couple extreme like snowboarder, like Cliff. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So first build is Scott Glenn. He's first build, huh? It has a great cast. It's, I know it's, it's got a lot of people. Tamir, Tamora Morrison, but it's got the woman from. Um, got Stuart Wilson. It's got that woman from uh, James Bond. Got one of the, R- Roshan Seth. I don't know from Temple of Doom. Ben Mendelsohn, your boy. The, oh, it was Mendelsohn because it because it, it looked like Mendelsohn. Isabella Skrupko is who you're thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. And 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 Alexander Siddig. That's fucked up. Ben Mendelsohn's been around that long. Um, so the director is a huge director. Who? Martin Campbell. Yeah, did uh, The Green Lantern. It's his best known film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, No Escape. And uh, Mask of Zorro? He did that? Yeah, did maybe. He, did he not? But, I mean, obviously the big one was the Bond movies, but Casino Royale and... All Goldeneye? Who did Goldeneye? Him, and in Casino Royale he did, too. He didn't... He directed Casino Royale? I think so. I don't think so. Did he? I thought he did. That's a great movie. That's he did. Up. He did. He did that. What's he working on now? Another Green Lantern. 
<laughs> Upcoming projects. Why do you ask? It says. Um, Umbra Hunter Killer. This is a dream. Hey, dream Carnahan part. wrote Umbra. Carnahan wrote something else. Hunter Killer is. Oh, Car- Carnahan worked on. What do you work on? So what I'm trying to tell you is 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 he's fucked. Carnahan worked on a new iteration of like a of a action film like A Team. No, like it's like a Fast and Furious or like a Mission Impossible, but it's not those. He's doing a TV show too. No, but he he, he and he said it's the most action he ever put into something. Yeah, everybody's excited about it. What is it? He he's writing Bad Boys Three. It says Bad Boys. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, that's fine. I'd be excited to see Carnahan take a shot at the Bad Boys franchise. Well, he's better than... But does, I guess Bay's going to direct it. Nope. He's listed as director, too. Carnahan? Yep. Really? Yep. That's good for him. Hey, he needs to work more. He's 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 great. We had some good times together. What, that one time? Or yeah, <laughs> that one time. With Piven? Yeah. <laughs> Piven was kind of an ass, but Carnahan was great. Yep. Yeah, and we weren't exactly a bargain. I'm not going to be good in that situation. And you start talking about Judgment Night, so <laughs> where's the problem? And then Sweeney didn't record it. Remember, he messed it up. Oh yeah. So um, Carnahan was good because he laughed at all your Judgment Night shit. Yeah, he, lo- he loved it. He was giving Piven. Sh- Piven was at the peak of his uh, thought he was going to have a great career. He was he cast was- in a few things after Entourage. Yeah, I mean, he was like, I've got smoking ace. Oh. He threw a magazine. I mean, we talked about this before. He threw a magazine in my head, and we came in with him on the cover. So his joke was that he was looking at it like he was flipping through the magazine. That he there was a feature on him. So that was the joke. And then he's like, "Ah, fuck!" And he threw it. And he almost hit me in the head with it. Yeah. And then I called him Piven. That's we've we've covered this many times. Yeah. He didn't think I don't think he liked it. But I called him Piven. I was so familiar. The funny thing is, is I that guy is so good. Piven. Yeah, I love. I him. love him too. I love yeah. Him to death. He's always been great. He's so good in Gross Point Blank. He too. is so good. So good in a small role. He's a small guy. Um, Speaking of Cusack, did you see Love and Mercy yet? No, I've I've rented it. I would like to see that. Cusack, um, I watched him recently in a Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, Yeah, I wanted to see Burning Ground. Frozen Ground. Frozen Ground. It's not good. uh, I mean, it's it's okay. It's like the story. He's a serial killer. Right? Cusack is. Yeah. It's a true story. It's an awful story, actually, about a a guy who would kidnap women, take them out into the wilderness, uh, let them kind of loose, and then hunt them. I mean, it was awful. It's did he fuck story. him? I think he did. He fucked them, huh? He raped. Them. It's awful. But it's also. But there's a silver lining. There's no silver lining. Oh, shit. But there's another version of this story that I've talked about on this podcast before that I, I happened upon one night. And it's called, like, um, Naked, Naked. Something. So it's like naked, you know, it says naked prey, something like that. So it's the same story. This guy takes these women into the woods or into the wilderness and he strips them naked. So they have no clothes. And then they flee from him and then he shoots them. So it's basically a horrible film that's like super low budget crap, but Joe Montaigne is in it. Like he shows up as like the so, as the uh, Nicholas Cage role kind of in it. Cage is the cop on the case. Cage is the detective. Yeah. So, but it just cracks me up that like this movie. I remember watching it because I used to do this column barely for your site, 
where I would like watch pieces of movies and then I would talk about them like strange movies. So that was perfect because it's exactly what you want to watch. So I watch like a snippet of that. But I became obsessed with it because first of all, the whole the whole pitch is you're gonna be watching this beautiful naked woman the whole time, right? Like, but she's in jeopardy. I guess that's the pitch. That's why they made it. But she immediately finds like a tarp to cover herself. So that's <sighs> already you're is this like. Is the Tanya movie or the Cusack movie? Huh? Is which version are we talking? <laughs> so about? then, I mean, it's awful. But then my then I, I was like Montana like he's in it like he's a well he's star. in the Cusack no he's in okay. this and I'm like he must be one of those actors that just takes anything you know like he just is like all right I'll be in it how much money is it gonna be is it gonna be are you gonna pay me forty thousand dollars I'll be in it you know like are you gonna give me that Mont- Montana like are you gonna tell are you gonna ask for the or? hair business or like maybe buy me a <laughs> I mean ca- he's got casserole. since then he's got the regular like uh, he, he kills on, he, he kills on that show kills. What's the show? It doesn't Not matter. Not NCIS. I know what you're talking about. The fucking air, it's on all the time. What is it? It's some stupid procedural. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's like, not NCIS, not CIS or like, CSI. What is it? It's the other one. Questlove. I don't remember what it's called. It's like murder, happy murder. It's like uh, dudes dudes standing with their arms. Padgett used to be on that. Padgett uh, Bruce. Yeah, it's called like primary motives. or. Speaking of TV shows. Suspective parent. It's like tough. Speaking of TV shows, we talked about this a little bit, but they're making a Taken TV show. Yep. So you wanted to talk about that. I was thinking we should stunt cast that or like Dreamcast it. Dreamcast the Taken TV show. So ruling out any of the original cast, right? Ah, fuck. Not even Maggie Grace? Maggie's not going to Fuck. You can't. Well, she's off limits, right? Is she going to cameo? Did she play the FAMKE role? She's put on a few years. No, FAMKE can't play that role anymore because she got killed. Damn it. And the third one. Neeson won't be in it. Was he going to? Is he going to produce? Is he going to show up like Bradley Cooper and Limitless? What's going to happen? Like, is it is it that much of a of a great you know like of a, uh, a rich era criminal for TV. minds criminal minds rich era for TV that you can get a Bradley Cooper on your show you can get a Liam Neeson on your show they're not going to star but they'll come on and they'll produce it and they'll be on every once no so I think we're, I think I don't I don't think you want him to come back who is the TV Liam Neeson then oh you got to. You gotta. It's not gonna be who you think. It's not gonna be a guy like uh, the guys that they pull out of Strike Back or whatever. They're gonna get somebody. Another well, those big, guys are busy. Another cinema B lister. You have to get. You have to go B or C list. Well, you know who it can't be, which I, I'm sad about. Is there's a what's the guy who used to be on Weird Science, the TV show? Anthony Michael Hall. No, no, the TV show that he played the Pill Paxton role. You like this guy? There's. Yeah, there was a TV show for a while. He's um. He John Grise. No, he sh- well, he wouldn't be bad. He's in Taken, though. Right? Exactly. But um, no, this guy was in. Remember uh, the Collector, the sequel. I try. He was the one of the main, like the guy they they had. They took him in. They like he's gonna get us into the alien. It's like the alien version of the Collector, the first one. They hire him. He's got blonde hair. He's also in um. Peter Green. Oh fuck, Peter what, Green. That'd what are you perfect. talking about? What I'm trying to get this guy's name? I don't know. Why do name. I like this guy? You love him. He played. What is he from? He played the parody of Taken. He was in Tooken. Played Liam Neeson's role. Craig Bierko? No, no, no. Bierko. Bierko would be perfect. Oh my god! For Taken Three, Taken the TV show. He would be fucking perfect. Yeah. Craig Bierko is Taken. He's Brian. Brian Taken. Uh, is that his last name? No, his name's. <laughs> By the way complete sub sidetrack um 
just there's this game that I it's app that I that I introduced Justin to today that's an Ellen DeGeneres app. It's a ripoff of Balderdash. It's called Psych. We play it at the bar all the time, and it's very fun. It's a ripoff of Balderdash, but Lenore played with us today right. at the bar, and Lenore is like a 56 year old guy or whatever. Looks like Jamie Foxx, a lot of Jamie Foxx. Great guy, and uh, he he did a he did a Justin joke. Well, a great joke. It was was a TV TV show question, and it was... uh, It's a TV show about (laughs) a guy... Oh, the guy from Oz? Um, um, It's a TV show about uh, a a, a son who uh, leaves... who moves back to his hometown to to apprentice under his father, who's a barber. Hair business. Yeah, and his name for the show is Tim Haircut. How's that, my, <laughs> how's that my you would bust that same kind of joke no mine was great I called it oh cause he's a, he was a golfer he was a golfer who left the golf world to go become a uh, barber I called it forefather that's okay. actually really good what yeah. was it I, I don't remember the real answer but it doesn't matter that was actually a TV show Tim Haircut that's a, it's such a Justin joke that's like a your joke too though uh, what's that guy's name? Lee Turgeson. Lee Turgeson's great. He was in the. I would never want. I would never want to see him star in anything. Why? He's boring. He's okay. But oh, he's, he's great. He's, he's in great the, on Oz. He was great in. Um, he he played kind of the bad guy in um, the Americans for a while. Yeah, as a supporting character, he's great. You're not giving him his due. Plus, his name sounds too much like Ferguson. All this drama, I I can't do it. The um so you got nine eleven now you got Ferguson on the show yeah nice. uh, Bjerko too so trifecta <laughs> so I would okay so the Liam Neeson role would 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 Bjerko be great he'd be excellent I think Bjerko should be in more stuff so yeah how is he lately though is he's, he still fun I'm sure he's got to be fifty at this point and then uh, who's he's not used enough ever see never I think if there's a taken TV show it's going to be mostly him getting jobs. Like taking a gig, protecting this person in one episode, and maybe a music, you know, a musician comes in. I don't think his daughter's gonna get taken every episode. Well, what if it was like a one drawn out season of like where a twenty four bullshit? Yeah, well, no, it's that his daughter gets taken, and then he's on the hunt for like a season of TV. Because yeah, you think it, you want to see him and his crew. That's what you always wanted to see after yeah. the first one. Yeah, that's, that's my him mind. I, I, I don't care about his daughter anymore. I want to watch this group of guys bust ass. You know, and work odd jobs and have barbecue and shit, and this better show. So that's what this the, a TV format allows for Taken to be what it's supposed to be, and you know, every once in a while someone will get taken. I mean, the whole premise of the whole premise of that movie is he talks like a badass to kidnappers over the phone, right? That's the premise. Yeah, he talks he talks mean to them. He cuts them off. He's like, they're like, um, he listened to us. You're gonna do. He's like, no, listen to me. This is what you're gonna do. That kind of thing. So, so don't, the, you don't talk. I'm talking. I'm telling you what I'm gonna do. Like, your threats don't matter because I have, a, you know, like these skills that's gonna. They're gonna come in. Yeah, that's the premise. And then it'd be great. A new, a different version taken. The guy's like, okay, and you hear him shoot the daughter, and then Liam <laughs> cries for two hours. <laughs> that's what he said. He's like. He knows that that won't happen because he's, he's got so much experience with this. So the, like the plot of the movie is a man interrupts kidnappers over the phone to tell them 
yeah. that they're wrong to threaten him because he's the real threat. That's the plot. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't the movie wouldn't have been as uh, worked quite as well if the they'd listened to his threat. I guess or they killed his daughter and. Th- He's they like, did kill Famke, though. I will shoot a detective's wife. That's how tough I am. He does. He did. He shoots a wife. The first one. Yeah. I never saw their other ones. The I second one I tried to watch and I got bored. Third one I saw a little bit on TV. And what happened in the third one, um, Famke gets killed, I guess. And then what I saw was they thought he did it. The um, Forrest Whitaker's in it. Oh, of course He's Forrest like, Whitaker's I think, I think Liam Neeson did this. And so they're surrounding his daughter. They're following his daughter. They figure he's going to get in touch with his daughter. You know, he's too smart for that. He, this is great. He uh, spikes her yogurt that she's eating to make her sick. So she'll go to the bathroom where he can talk to her, contact her. Yeah. You know, secretly, you know, dewire her. She's all wired up. He puts it in like a little bag so they won't hear it. And he's like, take this gives her some like you're not sick anymore medicine he's like i spiked your yogurt now we're in this bathroom stall i'm telling you what the real deal is you know and she's like it's creepy creepy dad <laughs> it's very convoluted who's the villain in this one i don't know i didn't watch it other Damn than it. that scene that classic scene the sp- you know the what is has become known very quickly as the spike the yogurt scene yeah it's the jump to shark for taken, basically the spiked yogurt. Do you know? And then Force Whitaker's on the line. Where is she? She's in the bathroom. Did she eat tainted yogurt? <laughs> is that how he's doing this? And they, they're onto him. They actually kind of know that he did it. Yeah. That's how good they are. Get to her. Get to her. They can't. They can't get to her in time before he. I can't believe I didn't see escape. all the all of two considering Rade Shabeji is in it. <laughs> I think what they should do for the whole movie, the whole series, is they always should have like he's spiking food to make people sick so he can meet with them. I think the one, can, the one constant, there should be a, a Taken film every year, and every year it should be another relative of, of, of the dude he killed in the first one. Just e- every year. Oh, yeah, that guy's got a lot of relatives. Like the, yeah. Yeah, it's like so, like, it gets, like, a, they have a couple of off entries in the series where it's like, you know, like a girl cousin. That's kind of how Scream ended up being with all the killers are all kind of related. Fuck Scream. Scream's dumb. It's dumb. It's a stupid, it's a stupid, dumb thing. Um, I kind of like I kind of like the first. So, so far we haven't done anything really interesting. No. Uh, but that's about to change. Are you, okay. The last witch hunter comes out this week. <laughs> so that's coming out against Steve Jobs. I mean, it's, it's it's so weird. It's like when they put Deep Impact and both Aaron Sorkin scripts, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about this last. It's witch like when hunter. Armageddon and Deep Impact came out right right near each other. I lo- you have to love. Vin Diesel because he got keeps getting all this power from the the fast movies. He's like he gets they make so much money that he can do anything, and then he just picks like the worst scripts. Like he just like I want to make I want to do that movie where the witch is really old and it's a male witch, and then or I don't know if he's a witch. He's a male witch. I don't know what he is. I guess he's he hunts witches, so maybe he's like warlock. No, maybe he's just like a witch hunter, a mortal badass. So. He's like, that sounds great. That sounds like it won't just come out and fail really He's hard like, let's do Highlander, but without the successful name. <laughs> and maybe give me some hair. Witches are really in right now. That's a huge thing. Let's make it to where I'm hunting witches. Vin Diesel hunts witches. Uh-huh. I get to wear, like, furs and, like, you know. Filmed was, it was filmed entirely on location at different blimpy locations. 
But they always make a huge deal out of Diesel like being a D and D guy, which he apparently he really is. Yeah. But that shouldn't influence your life so much, like where you're making constant mistakes based is on. Is that it. Stanford Dick and Dick? What? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> gonna pretty fail pretty hard. Is there, am I wrong? I'm Hope not saying I, that you should. He, do. he finds a way to force success into some things. What? Babylon ID. But I mean, I love the like Riddick, but he and he keeps forcing those to happen. But those aren't ever successes, other than the first, right? Some of the sequels he's done have been weak, but like another Man Apart and a Man Apart again. <laughs> See, we don't know the last last which. I mean, if you looked at his IMDb page, it is constant failure. But the Fast movies, right? It's like constant failure. And then every, then every once in a while he has like a really small part in like Saving Private Ryan. But what what is it like? Trial? What's that movie? It's supposed to be good, actually. Find me guilty. Find me guilty. It's supposed I, to be good. I, I mentioned that as much as I possibly can. You've never seen that, have you? I have. It's a Sidney Lumet, right? Yeah. I mean, if you look at his IMDb page, it's got to be failure after failure, right? It's, it's actually I mean, he's doing Triple X. He's doing a sequel to Triple X. Finally. He's killing it. How, how? It's hard to have failures when all you do is is Fast and Furious movies. It's true. Okay, but you're wrong. What? You forgot about Guardians. Oh, well, no, I didn't forget about Guardians. I didn't, actually. And then, he literally, everything else was a franchise movie. All the way back to Babylon AD. And then Find Me Guilty. Oh, so he doesn't take shots on these standalones very often. And then The Pacifier. Pacifier is a hit. Oh. Gagino. Knockaround Guys was fun. Yeah, but he was a side character in that. He was a highlight. Actually, he hasn't been in a lot of failures. That because well, yeah, really hasn't. We it just it's just so fucking glaring. I mean, I guess you kind of gotta love him because he does pick like nerdy sci-fi stuff to be in. I mean, oh my god, you want to hear the best? Here's his here's his upcoming films. 2017 Furious Eight, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Obvious. Perfect, obviously. 2016, Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Oh, that's just, no, that's actually uh, Ang Lee's directing that, and that's actually based on a really pretty good book, apparently. Okay, read uh, a little bit of and it. And then Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, but in development, Hannibal, which has been forever. He's been wanting to do. There's that. no way it's happening. Soldiers of the Sun, I know. Untitled Vin Diesel project, but the most important one, in development. Riddick, The Last Witch Hunter Two. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Leslie, she's in that from Game of Thrones. Who else is in the last one? Oh, fucking! Uh, I don't know who Rose Leslie is. She's in Game of Thrones. She played, uh, you know, nothing. Jon Snow, you know her character. Oh, right that here. boring. Yeah. Um, you know, Elijah Wood. He's in the Last Witch Hunter. Yep. He, he has Michael Caine. <laughs> well, he's like, he's like depressed. I'll, I'll let you decide if this is a one for you or one for me project. <laughs> He, uh, who directed this? Breck Eisner. You like Breck Eisner somehow. How, how do I like him? I don't know. He did the Sahara. No, I know he crazies. did. Crazies. Oh, fuck, you didn't let me get there. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, is, is he Michael Eisner's son or something? He's he's tied into the business side of the of the um, studio system. Yeah, he's he's made he always, he's only he made thought crimes, but he, Sahara, 
The Crazies, and Last Witch Hunter are his only theatrical. Really? Just makes one hit a decade. He might be related to Eisner. I don't know. But I think I interviewed him or something. You did? Yeah. The Crazies. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> and then you make fun of it. I think you make fun of the interview and you attach it to one of the podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about how great everybody's been waiting for this. I don't remember that. Yeah, that, that sounds like something douchey I would do. a very interesting interview. It's hard to believe because he's such a interesting director. His movies are fantastic. I actually met... I kind of like the crazies a little bit. I met. Um, I like the commercial. The the great crazies. trailer. Was it? Yeah, it was like a, f- a famous song that they did it. They cut it to. Crazy for you or something? No, it's like a Doors song or whatever. I don't remember, but it was a really moody trailer. So you got Oliphant, but who was the woman in that? Is it, uh, it doesn't oh, matter. Is it a? Uh, is it a uh, Ronda Mitchell? She's that's her. Isn't Probably. It? I love Ronda Mitchell. Mm-hmm. That's another. I met her. I know her. You met her? Oh yeah. What? You don't remember I was on the set of Silent Hill? Do you remember me fucking killing it out there? Oh. I was in the set of fucking Silent Hill. The first one? Yeah. Well, fuck, guess who was in the first one? What's her face? Oh, boy, no. Who was her face? Uh, the, the, uh, the, the hot Deborah Kara Unger, maybe? No, I'm talking about one of our favorites, Kim Coates. Was he not in, was he in the first one? He was, I think he was. Wasn't available for interviews, or nobody cared. I think I actually asked for him, and they were like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I vaguely remember being excited about meeting Kim Coates. Such a big deal. I bring such a big deal about him. It's like, it's like, can I refer to you the episode of the Chud Podcast where we talk about him endlessly? Then you just point to all of them. <laughs> and he's a celebrity. He's kind of a celebrity now. Well, he's from Sons. Yeah. We were we were in there before Sons. Oh, we were in there before freaking forever. Yeah, That's we, happened a lot, actually. Like, a lot of the people we champion have become kind of... Oh, we got the Midas. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Like, who? Kim Coates. Fucking... End of show. Tobin Bell. <laughs> we got the Midas. Tobin's been kind of on the. I got. I had a dream about him recently. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> you did not. I dreamt. I swear, I dreamt so hard about him. <laughs> it was a vi- fucking vivid. You know, it, here's here's how fucked up it was. He had <laughs> his own line of wines. <laughs> he was hawking. Celebrity winemaker Tobin, <laughs> and I and and it was it was called Tobin Bell, obviously the wine, and there was some sort of a cute reference to saw on the bottle. <laughs> You're lying. I'm not lying. This shit happened. <laughs> so from uh, it was it was weird because it was uncomfortable. From the jigsaw vineyards. I remember he came he came to my he came to the bar with a rep. On his fucking tour, and I was nervous because I was like, "Oh fuck, what if he's heard the podcast?" In <laughs> your dream, yes. But then I was, yeah. I, I react, I, I so I overcompensated by really loving his wine, <laughs> was like it good? going. I, I'm sure it was, I was awful, but I was gaga over it. I was like, "This is fucking." Uh, who are you? You're in the movie business. This is fucking great. And and then I woke up and was severely disappointed that it wasn't real. Sales were really low for that because what what happened was you would uh, get drugged, wake up in like a warehouse, and then the wine bottle would be there. 
And then the puppet with the fucked up voice, with the Tobin Bell unmodulated voice. <laughs> oh, that's true. I dreamt of him. Do you like a red or a white? It's fucking great. But it does sound like a good wine. Like to, if I was like, you should get a Photoshop artist to, to design like a mock-up of a Tobin Bell winery. <laughs> you know, he probably this would be a maybe he's a maybe he's a um, connoisseur of wine. What do they call that? The a sommelier. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, if fucking Robert Davi's a Sinatra singer, you never know. I mean, the world's our fucking oyster at this point. Did you freak? Did you look up his like? Wikipedia page and it has some stuff about wine that would no I, no I w- first of all no and secondly it was a I I, I I'm sure there's a, a, a I'm sure a psychiatrist would have some explanation for how why that dream took that shape is this a recurring dream for no, you no it's a one time yeah. one shot yeah. is it recent it's recent enough for me to remember it yeah um, but I remember I was really nervous and you he, drank some with him yeah we had wine. And he was—he was, if I remember correctly, he had a little bit. He was a little austere. He was a little bit standoffish because he was Tobin Bell, mm-hmm. and he's in—you know—he's in Georgia. He's a little like, pretentious. Not pre- just like just like where he's like very really, serious about his craft of wine. No, I think he's more serious about his leg. Like he's like you're, you're in the presence of something. You right s- now. and you said he had someone with him, a re- like a wine rep. Was it Shawnee Smith? No, I've been perfect because she was his protege in the movie. Shawnee Smith is another good winery name, though. I know. Maybe that was it. Do you remember the cute label joke? No, it just, but there was like a trap or something on the label or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Yep. I hope it's real. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna type Tobin Bell Winery. <laughs> it does sound it, it sounds great. Maybe uh, I gotta get him on the show. It's one with the. Hey, can I get that uh, red behind you? Which one? It's the one with the uh, trap. It's the traps on the label, huh? You know the bear trap with the head in it. Subtle. I said it was a subtle. <laughs> Personalized. <laughs> oh fuck! This ruins my fucking. He coaches a little league team. <laughs> Maybe I'm dreaming at this point. He's married and has two kids. When he's not acting, he coaches a little league baseball team and flag football. His other hobbies include hiking and playing guitar. That's so fucking boring. It's not the Tobin Bell I want. How old is he? He's old. 60s? He's got to be. I wonder if he's still coaching Little League. <clears throat> oh, that's so good. 73 years old. He's not 73. 73 years old, Tobin Bell. He's probably not coaching the, those teams anymore, unless he was a married man when he was 60 or something. Hey, he, he's a fucking... He's, he has a late renaissance in his career. He's, he's killing it. Is he still working? It's Tobin Bell. I mean, he's out there. I got, I got three words for you. Uh, Hall H. <laughs> Taken TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a particular set of skills. Wineries. 
I'm Oh, it's a, got a nice palate. Cleanse your, did he ask you to cleanse your palate? Did no. He, what are you supposed to do when you drink wine? You spit into a glass. That's for sure. Are you dreaming about Tobin Bell lately? <laughs> oh, man. I wish I had a dream about Tobin Bell. He's had a good run. Well, he he got killed in those songs. Remember, he died in the songs. He died in like all of them. But he's still in. He's still like they still brought him back. They're, I think they're done. Oh, they'll they'll have him another saw movie at some point. I don't know. How I'm, do you feel about uh, the fact that the Green Inferno and Knock Knock are dog shit? Apparently, I mean dog shit. I heard Knock Knock is the worst. I heard it was okay. Actually, heard, I heard, 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 heard good things about it. Heard it's the worst. I heard worst. good things about both, and I heard bad things about both. I mean, it's kind of par for the course for his films. I almost rented Knock Knock. I didn't see Green. I'm kind of not into seeing Green Inferno because it looks gross. Do you want me to spoil more Tobin shit? It's going to ruin your day. Yep. His name's not really Tobin Bell. Are you kidding? <laughs> what is this? Joseph Henry Tobin Jr. His last name's Tobin? Yeah. How did he get the Tobin Bell? One of my favorite moments of the show, of this long show, is whenever you were defending him and saying how great he is and everything. And I asked you to name any of his movies that you've watched, and you could not. You couldn't even like name the Saw series because you had barely even seen any of those. Yeah. I, I and I said, how could you? <laughs> how could you like Tobin Bell without seeing any of his films? And you said, that's how. That's how <laughs> I do it. That's my. That's I like my the trick. Con- I like the concept. Of yeah, Tobin I like the concept. Yeah. But you, but you, he said, "The reason I can like him is because I haven't seen any of his films. I, I, I have to watch him act. Yeah, he uh, he. Um, you know what that. his first movie was? Tootsie. Really? Yeah. It's not a bad start. Yeah, that movie's kind of shit. Oh come on! Why? It's great. It's not great. Oh, it is good. First of all, it won too many awards. First of all, it's an, uh, it's a Criterion movie, so that right there, it's perfect. So uh, it's it's okay. It, it, he's not very convincing in his work. Tobin." Dustin. <clears throat> Who's the woman? Gina Davis? Who's the other? W- Gina Davis is in it. Bill Murray's in it. Uh, uh, who else is in it? Who's the love interest? Lang? Maybe. Yeah. By the way, I've watched Cape Fear like 10 times recently. That movie's on at the shop. I put on it all the time. That's a nice, fun family film. It's so great. Yeah, Jessica Lang and Terry Gar, not not Gina Davis. Do you like the scene? Oh, when Gina Davis is in it. Nick Nolte's slipping in the blood. That's so great. That movie is just so great. It's so much fun. It's back when De Niro gave a shit. It's such a good movie. He was so good in it. What happened to De Niro, man? He's still great. The intern? No, I haven't seen the intern. I haven't either. But the trailer is just awful. I mean, he stopped. I mean, he was so good, and he just stopped cold. He just stopped. He, like, became, like, I don't know what happened. Like, uh, Jackie Brown kind of brought him back to life a well, little bit. Heat. He was great in Heat. He still played. Like, well, yeah, Heat, but, I mean, I'm talking about what happened. He just plays, like, these grandpa roles. He's older. I, I get that. He's but. he's in the Scorsese, the next Scorsese thing, I think. Yeah. Maybe it's because Scorsese kind of bound, banded him, abandoned him, and he left him to, like, rom-coms. <clears throat> Actually, I wish he would direct more. 
Because I kind of like The Good Shepherd. That's the only one? It's the only one I know of. I, I yeah, he's to me he hasn't he's not like didn't he do that other movie with like Chaz Palminteri, Bronx Tale? Yeah, great movie. Who did he direct it? I thought Irwin Kershner did that. I could be wrong. Maybe he did. Maybe he did do a Bronx. So he Tale. did too. What about old Matt Damon? He was in uh, Good Shepherd as a star, right? Yep. It's a slow, weird movie, but I, I kind of like it. I thought I, I thought it was I thought it was worse than it actually was, and it was. It's slow, but it's not bad. It's a big cast in that movie. Yeah, De Niro did direct that. He, he did two movies, right? Is he attached to anything else? He's just picking up paychecks. I mean, I, I don't blame him. I just wish he would try a little harder. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't need paychecks, so that can't be the case. <laughs> it, it must be. He must just like to be on set with people and have fun because he doesn't look. But, he, but from what I heard, he's boring. He doesn't like to have fun. He got cranky in an interview. Because someone basically suggested this interview, basically suggested that he was doing, he was sleepwalking through these roles, so he got pissed. But it seems to me that's kind of what he's doing. He's in a movie called The Bagman with Cusack. Yeah, it's already out. It's VOD. It must be pretty bad. Chris McGlover's in it. Martin Kleba's in it. The Midget. Sticky Fingers is in it. You're not losing me. He's in a lot of shit coming up, though. That's one thing you never think that De Niro... Because I remember back in high school or college, you'd see people kind of languish on, like, VOD. You know, like, yeah, they, their career would get to a certain point, and then they would just be going straight to video all the time. And I, you could see Cusack getting that. I could, I could see it. But De Niro, you could never see that happening, too. And it obviously has. I will go on the record saying that, that uh, De Niro has not left us. He's still, he's still good. You think he's still vital? Oh, yeah. Oh. How? What? Read is, we've talked about this before. Read anything in the last uh, ten years. No, I'm saying that's coming out. Doesn't matter. Just read. What is? What does he have out? The, what's the last like vital performance by him? I'm talking about what's coming up. You can't do it. There's good shit coming. There's good shit coming. Maybe one, like the one with Scorsese. That's it. What else? What else would be? He's in height. A movie called Heist. It's got fucking... It's already out. It's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Dave Bautista, Mark Paul Gosler. It's already out. Shit. It's got Mark Paul Gosler? Yeah. He's acting with De Niro. Yeah. From Saved by the Bell. Big time. <sighs> he's D. got fucking... He's got shit coming out. Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> Come on. With Zac Efron. <sighs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm Perfect. talking about. You got The Wizard of Lies. That's a TV movie. Hands of Stone. Oh, Wizard of Lies is a Bernie Madoff movie. The, but no, actually what I'm looking for is... The Irishman is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah, but what was the one you said before it? Talking about Hands of Stone? Uh-huh. Who's in? The Roberto Duran movie. And? Um, Ruben Blattis, Edgar Ramirez, Taturo. Come on. Reggie Cathy. Taturo's. Usher. <laughs> Fuck De Niro. He's, he's killing it. Usher's in that movie? Bringing it. So he's... Basically, you're telling me he acted he acted with Zach from Saved by the Bell, and now he's with Usher? Yeah, and then he's in Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. What? Honeymoon with Harry. Come on. Is, is Cooper starring in it? I, is he I, directing I, himself? Oh, God. It's uh, um, no, just, just him and De Niro are in it so far. So, yeah, he's directing himself. I mean, his legend obviously is uh, big. Okay, but the Irishman's going to be the best. 
And that's got like Pesci. Who else? It's De Niro, and, uh, Pacino, Pesci, Cannaval, Harvey Keitel, and it's Scorsese. And is De Niro the star? Yes. I mean, Scorsese's throwing him a bone then. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. De Niro is still better than everybody. Just to, like, like he, he said, he's got great stuff coming up, and it was just like a Dirty Grandpa? After Nightmare. Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa is like one of the most promising ones. Heist is out. Have you seen it? Could of be. course not. Sticky fingers. How do we not see this? Are sure we're not having a dream? Maybe this is a dream. <laughs> Maybe we're still dreaming. And Tobin Bell walks in with a wine. <laughs> Fucking the man. trap on the label. I'm listening to Carrie Elwes's uh, book about Princess Bride, the audiobook for that right now. As you wish. That's about what the, it's called. It's about the making of Princess Bride. And is it good? It's all right. He reads it. Yeah, it's him, and then all the like the like Rob Reiner reads his parts and all that. His parts. Like it's it's like it's oral recollection, history. sort of. Yeah. But some people couldn't be bothered to show up. Who? Robin uh, Wright Penn. She's not on there, and. Is she interviewed? Andre the Giant didn't show up. Um, Wallace Shawn on there? I think Kiss... No, dead. Wallace Shawn is alive. Wallace Shawn recently passed. He did not recently pass. He's still alive. He's gone. <laughs> Why do you always think people are dead? He's gone. He's still around. Wallace Shawn is, is a sad... It's a tr- I, not only is he still around, he's still working. I'm sure he's still working, doing voiceover. Somebody else from Princess Bride recently died. Probably. I mean, Peter Falk's gone. That's but, He's dead. Yeah, a long time ago. But Chris Sander, uh, Chris uh, Chris uh, Sarandon was able to find the time to lend his voice. Fred Savage was unavailable. What the fuck's that about? Man, he doesn't have much to say. I'm sure about that one. Who do I thought was? Who do I think was dead? Wallace Shawn. Yeah, he can't be dead. He's still great. He's fucking seventy-one. We are on the way out, Justin. Tell me about we it. We are on the way out. Well, you're, people you're... the people that we think are not old are seventy-one. But here's the. I didn't say I didn't think he was old. I'm just saying, how can you use Guashan being 71 to gauge us? Beyond, <laughs> Tobin Bell, you know? 73. But that's me. And I mean, talk about someone who's like an A-lister, like that we like love when we were kids, and then tell me that they're 71. Then it's like, oh, you already did that, Guashan. <clears throat> who's somebody you idolize as a kid? I mean, Bruce Campbell. He, I love. That's him. in the. It's in the. The kid as a kid. It's in 87. As a kid, I mean, like I don't know, Mark Hamill. 63, probably. 63. Bruce Campbell's in his late 50s. I don't think it... 57, maybe? Yeah. 56? 57. So is Rami. They're the same age, right? I'm trying to... I'm thinking of somebody who I... Like, I... Gene Wilder, I idolized when I was a kid. He's, like, close to 80. Yeah. Gene Wilder... If not 80. I idol... He was my favorite person in the world. 82. Goddamn. I just watched that clip today from Blazing Saddles, that famous clip when he's talking about his hand. Yeah. Study as a rock. Everything he does in that movie is fucking perfect. He's great. He was great. And Young Frankenstein. Yep. yep. Blazing Saddles. Oh, see no evil, hear no evil. <sighs> well, Willy Wonka was great. Overrated. No, that's actually a great movie. I think. Yeah. Um, I idolized Richard Dreyfuss. Richard Dreyfuss and Gene Hackman in the seventies were my fucking shit. So late sixties for Dreyfuss. Six, or seventies. Sixty-seven. Yeah, I mean, we're old now, too. But it's just so funny that, you know, and now, like, 90, well, half the people I interact with are in their 20s now. And why? It's just, you know, like Savannah and Tyler and Matt and all those guys. I like those guys. Yeah, they're great. 
but they're young. So it's like you, the frame of reference is like uh, a movie that I did a screening for was well, the first movie they saw theatrically. Like what? I'm just saying like – Yeah, but like you – I'll but mention you, like – But you're, you are kind of uh, playing a lot of films for them that they haven't seen that you like, right? Yeah. That's kind of how you're – that's how you're – that's how you're interacting with the youth of today. That's how I'm passing it on. Yeah. Yeah. Passing the torch. I'm speaking at um, Marist High School. Passing the torch, so you're showing the first Fantastic Four or the second one, Silver Surfer, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Pass the torch. Um, you're not speaking in high school. I am. What are you talking about? Marist. It's a fancy. You're speaking in high school. Yeah. Why? For their film class. Who so got you involved in this? It's a what? Who? How? How not to do it? No. Uh, Pat's son. Is oh yeah, he's still in high school. Yeah. So I'm gonna be going there. I'm gonna be. What are you gonna say? I'm gonna be fucking. I've done this before. I did a lot. I used to do it all the time. But guys, yeah. let me just tell you. Don't crack a tree rape joke. I live and breathe films. I even dream about them. Just the other day, <laughs> I had this dream about <laughs> Tobin Bell. That's what you should talk about. About. Does anybody else dream about Tobin Bell in this class? <laughs> Then get your PowerPoint out, and there's pictures of Tobin Bell yeah, in various yeah, states. This kid's like, I, I, he was in the cookie business in my dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I like that, though. I like to think of that. Like, like, you know, people that are notorious on screen have these very quaint little side things. Like, you know. Do you think that they'll be familiar with the show? <laughs> this show? Yeah. I hope not. Then I can come in, like, a little surprise. <laughs> they'll give them a little special... Justin actually is here. Justin Waddell. Yay! <laughs> Will that happen, you think? Yeah. You guys you guys I, I you guys interviewed Rob Zombie, didn't you? Yeah, didn't you have Rob Zombie on the show? He's obsessed with his height. <laughs> Why does he keep saying his height? And uh, of course our favorite was uh Theodore. Ted Levine. You guys had Ted Levine back on the day. We need to get him back on the show. He should be back on soon, right? What's He's he a busy to? actor. He's in a lot of TV, I think, right? <sighs> yeah, I think so. I mean, he, you know, fan of the show, early fan of the show. We have to get Steve back for that. He'll come back? S- Steve will come back. Steve officially quit. How do you quit something like this? You're right. It's like we kind of quit and come back, right? No. It's just... I told you, I tell you, I think we should do it over the phone sometimes. I, I know you don't want to over the web just to get one done every like one week or two. But But they're, but they're so good. Rename them, rename the show. Get we can get money. We can get like uh, advertisements from Squarespace. Get a little, get a little of that podcast money. Yep. Get on a, a network. Yeah, we can be a Chris Hardwick's pitch. Oh, so good. Yeah, we probably could make that, but maybe we can get on one of the networks, one of the premier networks. Like, uh, hey, you guys need a movie show? We do movie stuff. You know, we could do that. Pitches like that. For we, the first one, talking about the, movies. Oh my god, you guys don't have you know you don't have an opinion. And they're like, "What's it? What, let's hear. Let's hear like some of your samples, and then we'll give them like episode two hundred. And they're like, "What the fuck? Give them ten years of shows? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you guys just rambled about giant crabs for you know forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking airtime. That's bitch. the first show. Yeah. Well, it wasn't officially the first show because we actually had we were in the radio. That's right. We did radio demos for ninety six rock. We uh, started in a studio doing this, and I brought other people along. Oh, at first you did." You try. You were trying out the format. Micah, Kurt, Johnny yeah. Mac. Uh, yeah, I think Johnny Mac was there. Steve. Shutter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 
that was the trial, man. That's what what became. I still have those. Yeah, they're hilarious. I'm sure, I sound great. I, I, I Young. Should, I should put them on here. Actually, I'm re- I'm trying to fix that hard drive that they're on. I had a, a, a contaminant. Actually, what uh, like a virus or did it actually no, die? It's, it was it was a cloud drive that was sh- impossible to get into, and so I took the drive out of the cloud out of the chassis. And I put it into something, and it doesn't read it right. So I put it I, into like a hard drive. Uh, into like yes. basement. Yeah, and uh, it, it it I can't get the f- file extensions right. I mean, it, it tells me the names of everything, but they're not organized like they used to be. Hmm. It's dumb. And there was a guy that I had repair do the same exact thing for me like three years ago that I lost his contact info. Well, there's programs that can recover I, files. I try. Yeah, but all of those programs, it 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 just lists them like all the JPEGs and it renames them like zero zero one one zero zero. they don't have the names that they originally had. And I, and, and I have music that I sessions that I need and they have to be in the right folders or the music won't open up like for like music stuff. So you have to, well, then there, you think that's lost forever? I hope not. Well, try that. I had a program I used one time when I lost, I had a bunch of music like I had like burned mm-hmm. from my CDs. Like I did that one time. And then my hard drive died, so I had a, I found a program that recovered most of it, but well, it, there was I, gobbledygook too. Yeah, I just everything. I just need them to maintain their 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 the file structure, and 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 files that are not JPEG because like it, like the well, Adobe. I'll try to find uses, what I use and see if it. Yeah, the one I, I have um I have I, I've gotten like the ones that were the highest rated ones. I downloaded demos of, and I, one of them it took forty hours to do the cert. The, the three terabyte. Well, at the end of all that, it was like. You know, not ideal. Right. So, what do you think about that, listeners? How was that little segment? About fucking. What yeah. else do we have on our list? You wrote a list. What Helen do we miss? Hirsch, Ishtak Stern. Wrong list. What else do you have on the old to do to talk list? Well, okay. Let me look at my shopping list. Vertical limit. Star Wars, got it. Nailed Sicario, it. Martian, Fargo, Homeland, Playoffs, Last Witch Hunter, Taken TV show. We didn't talk about Fargo. We didn't talk about Martian, and maybe something else. Sicario. We talked a little bit about Sicario. What'd you think? You loved it? Yeah, it's a weird movie structure-wise, but I did love it. When you get Brolin and Venetia together, and Emily Blunt for that matter, it's you don't you don't need a lot. And Jeffrey Donovan. Yeah, that's right. He's great in that. Small, but. So he's great in that and Fargo. He's great in Fargo so far, yeah. It's so funny. Apparently, he like did something a crime in his past life. Uh, maybe drunk, something to do with alcohol. Okay, because there was a hate, you know, those fucking Zergnet type saw, of things. I, I saw it too. Yeah, you won't believe these celebrities. Yeah, I think crime. he was like, I think he was like, his crime was he got DUI or something. Well, that's dumb. Yeah, it's not, and because they had him like next to Rebecca Gayhart or something like that. Um, he's that new season of Fargo is really good. I mean, it's so far really, and you know who's great on it so far is old Bakeem Woodbine. You gotta love Bakeem Woodbine. He's great in the second episode, but um, it's got a little bit. You could tell it's got a little bit of love for old Breaking Bad. It really wants to be a Breaking Bad. It feels like Breaking Bad. Nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I mean, like the way they shoot it and the music, it feels heavily influenced by Breaking Bad. Not, you're right. Not bad. What was the deal with that little TV snippet at the beginning of the first episode? With uh, Bruce? Yeah. Bruce Campbell playing Reagan. Yeah, that, I didn't see Reagan yet. In the first episode? Mm-hmm. I must have missed that. 
he uh, so he figures into the season. Reagan, I think I know that. Yeah. So I don't know why they started off, but it was something about you know you know uh, warring like factions or sides, Native Americans were you know I don't know, but it was had something to do with the plot. I'm sure I didn't pay too much attention to it. Um, first season was really good. It was excellent, actually. Yeah. Billy Bob was amazing in that show. Everybody. Yeah. How's Plemons? Chubby. Gained a lot of weight. How is he, though? For real. He's good. He plays kind of the, I believe, seems so far like the most, he seems, I mean, not the most, but he seems, as far as people that are doing bad deeds, he's got the most soul, it seems. How's Kieran Culkin or Rory Culkin? His part might be finished. Is that a spoiler? Maybe. Kieran, right? Or I think it, it was Rory. I think oh. it was Rory Culkin. Is it? Yeah. Talented bunch, those Culkins. They're always showing up. They're not that great. Um, you know, Kirsten Dunst? Or Kirsten Dunst? She's, Kirsten Dunst? She's, probably, she's Kirsten. She's got to be the weak link, though. Oh, she's a good actress, I think. Really? Ted Danson's good? As usual, he's great. Yeah, and you said Patrick Wilson's great. He's good. Jeffrey good. Donovan. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is everybody's great. I mean that's Every, the, what's her name? The, the actress is the best. The older lady, the one. Um, yeah, from the Designing matriarch. Woman. Yeah, she plays Floyd. That's her name on it. What's her fucking name? Oh, it's got the guy from Battlestar Galactica too. Is her husband? I don't know his name. Um, Gene something. Smart. Gene Smart. Yeah. Who's the from Battlestar Galactica? There's a guy on Battlestar Galactica. He played this real cranky, like uh, the good Battlestar Galactica or the or the more recent one. <laughs> the more recent one, which I liked for a while. I didn't watch it, but he played like uh, like the kind of second in command on that show, the old Am- oh, Edward James, and then um, they, he found out that he was a Cylon. I think at some point. Interesting. Um, you know, I've been working on this the press kit for the new Point Break, and I'm excited about it. Why? I'm starting to get a little excited about it. Just because you're working on it? No, just because the more I find out about it. There's I'm, no way it can be good. It's going to be good. Why do you say that? Give me a... Because uh, Laird Hamilton's involved. Is he the star? No, he's like a surf, famous surfer. Okay. I just, I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be, like, they did all, they, it's all real. Like, there's very little CG stunts and stuff like that. Oh, they don't have, they didn't CG the surfing? It's mostly real, like, World class like extreme athletes doing oh, all this. Oh, weird! Things. I was surprised they didn't CGI the surfing. So you're being you're being silly now, but I'm serious. This shit's real. Oh, it's awesome that they didn't. There's not a lot of CGI in the Point Break remake. Well, there's a reason to see it. It's a lot more. It's a lot more ambitious in scope than the original was. Because it's not just surfing. It's fucking wingsuit shit and little ecological message going on. Delroy Lindo got Ray Winston. It looks awful, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at the guy that got to be the star. Where's he from? It's uh, it's fucking. What's his name? Luke Bracy, whatever his name is. Luke. Oh, Luke Bracy. Whatever his name is. From Australia. <laughs> from. He's not. He, this is this big break. It's a big point break. Is he uh, on from some other show? Uh, he's been in guest appearances, I think. He may have showed up on an episode of Roar or something. I don't know. Roar? I don't know. I'm just guessing. The old Heath Ledger show? Yeah. Because he looks like Heath Ledger a little bit, I guess. Yeah. His name's Luke Bracey. I, I think it's called Luke Bracey. I don't know. I'll look him up. It's going to be great. 
Edgar Ramirez playing Bodie. You don't even like Edgar Ramirez. I don't. He looks like he got stung a few times. You don't even like him, and yet you're excited. I like the concept. Oh. Fuck. He was in the November Man. No wonder you like him. <laughs> Luke Bracey. That was, how, are you, how are you anticipating? I, I mean, I liked, I, I hope it's good. Who's the who's the love interest? Who's playing? Um, what's her face? I don't, I don't think Lori Petty's character's in this. Oh, they have to have her. There's who's a the, there's a love interest. Is it in Teresa Palmer or something? Or something. Actually, they went weird with it. It's Margot Martindale playing the love. <laughs> Didn't go weird with it. They went great with it. <laughs> it's been the best ba- best actor in the movie. If they, if they cast her. Uh, r- Teresa Palmer. I'm so right. Mm-hmm. She's the love interest. Luke Bracey sounds a little bit like Gary Busey. Maybe that's the connection. That sounds like Luca Brazzi. Like Ramirez, Ray Winstone, Tobias. There were Lindo, who I love. James LeGros. Le- Le- all those guys are back. They all, they're all they playing different roles. I, I'm a little excited because LeGros. All the ex-presidents are back, if I remember oh. correctly. That's it. LeGros plays a Fed now, though. Is he the main character? No. But he's... I got a transcript of an interview with him. That's a guy that should have been in, in more stuff. He's always good. He is always good. And 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 taking TV series. Legro. He would he would be good. He was in Justified. He w- I I mentioned a movie today that he was in that's really good. Uh, Scotland, PA, which is a takeoff on Macbeth. Yeah, so you, you like that one. Someone was asking. I saw that because of Chud. Someone was what about, asking. What about Floundering? I never saw it. About Phantasm Two. I did see it. Evil Dead 2 wannabe, but I loved it. It was. It's great. Yeah. I'm afraid to watch it now. How come well, he never worked again with uh, Coscarelli? Tom, Tom DeLillo? Did they have trouble? or? Did he I think th- there was some sort of, I think he was slumming, he thought, or something. LeGro? Yeah. I thought he had a fond experience. He works a lot. He was on, he was great on Justified when he, when he showed up on it. Uh, is he in Krampus? What did you say about Krampus when we saw the, oh, saw the trailer? That's I said, right. I well, you're like, at the end of the trailer, you're like, it reminds me of Gremlins. I said, what was your first hundred clues? <laughs> Thousand clues is what you said. Krampus, you don't think you, you don't let, that doesn't look good to you? We went and saw The Visit. We didn't talk about that. No, we didn't. We saw did the we, fucking Visit. Did we talk about There's it? There's no way. We haven't done a podcast since then. Are you sure we haven't talked about The Visit? I'm sure we haven't talked about The Visit. All right. Yeah, we did go see it. We, we saw did. The Visit. A hit, right? Like Bl- a Blumhouse, Blumhouse production. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? It's cute. It is kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was okay. I could have done without the rapping yeah, kid. The rapping I kid. There was too much of the rapping kid. Yeah. That that was like supposed to be some a lot of the laughs of the movies. His attempts at uh, upping his rap game, and I thought. That really fell flat. They didn't need to do that more than, I don't know, the 10 minutes that were devoted. They, they should have maybe limited that to 30 seconds if they were going to do it. Zero seconds. Yeah. He could have had another hobby. Right. But that kid wasn't bad. I mean, he, other than that, I mean, yeah. he was pretty good. And so was the his sister. I thought their kids were good. What made the movie better for me was that I thought I was spoiled. Because you thought you knew what the twist was. Oh, you figured out the twist. I know, but it was because you gave me the license. I gave you the wrong twist. You, yeah, and I, and I was able to enjoy the film more because I had low... I mean, I was like, well, I know what the twist is, and it sucks, uh-huh. so I don't care. 
And then I was trying to, and as I was watching, I was like, well, that doesn't really make sense in line with the twist. And it well, turned and out. To be fair, when I told you that twist, I will say, I, I, was, I said, I'm not sure this is the twist, but somebody I thought ruined this, ruined it for me on Twitter. And, and I thought if it, if it turned out to be the twist, it would suck. And so I, you made me tell you, and then it didn't turn out to be the twist. Yeah. And then I get, but I guessed it, but it's, it's not, it's not really a hard guess. The twist I had heard that it was a, a whole thing was fake that they were staging everything, and that didn't end up being the case. No. If you, Sha- Shalman didn't he didn't make a cameo? Did you see him anywhere? No. So kind of his trademark. He's awful to look at. Um, that lady was great. The old, and uh, the old man, they were both. They great. were both the. They were maybe the highlights. The two elder the actors. kids' dialogue was too mature. It was too clever. Yeah. Too, too, too it sounded conscious. Like, yeah, it sounded like his other movies. But it, I thought the kids were good. I thought the, those they were good. Who else showed up? I like the sex scene. Oh, um, what's her face? The the mother. I like her and stuff. Yeah, Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't that very much. It's carbonite. Frozen in carbonite. Anyway, we saw the visit we saw the visit. We should have seen a movie tonight. Yeah, it's been a long night though. Could have skipped dinner. That was great. I would have found out about the hair products. Are you in the hair business? Why? You got good hair. You got a hair like a barber might have. Take care of that hair. I think he was saying as you look like somebody who was probably on TV. What did you tell him? Probably a TV repair person. Were you embarrassed when I said, no, he's not in the hair business? No, obviously. It's not in the hair business. So are you um, excited about Biden? Jumping into the race? Did he decide to jump in? thought he did. Maybe that was, I had that dream too, maybe. Hey, I think he's deciding this week. Am I excited about it? I mean. Yeah. Is he opening a winery? It seems like it's somewhat inevitable that he would, but. Badass. People want him to, I don't know. Well, that's good. Good podcast. Talking about politics. It's a rarity. I thought he already agreed to do it, but he's not. He's he's been hemming and hawing for like a month and a half. He lost his damn son. Hmm. He lost his kid. Yeah, no, it's been tough. Um, but I mean, it seems like it's. Oh, who knows? Well, who cares? Need somebody about with a particular set of skills. Taken. Yeah. Taken TV show. Joe Biden. Nope. I think it'd be better if it was like fucking, you know, I would go Artie Lang, go different, different no, route. You don't want that. Oh. Think of, no, I mean, I like Artie Lang. Think of, okay, so we, we went Bjarko. Think of your top two. And let's, let that one. Bjarko's not there. I was just making my you, actual you gotta top two. You got to put Bjarko up No, there. you, nope. I get two of my own. I'm going to go three then. I'm going to put Bjarko on my top okay, three. Okay, fine. You go next then. I haven't thought yet. Just do it. You have to. Jeff just, Goldblum. He's too. Yeah, I mean, I love Goldman, but he's too. He's too old, in a way. I bet you he's not much different than Liam Neeson in age. Yeah, you're probably right. I bet he's a little older. I bet Liam he's Neeson his, was an Excalibur for fuck's sake. I bet he's a little older than Neeson. I think Goldman was 63? Death Wish. I think Death Wish was his first. I think Goldman was sixty-three. I said Le- Neeson's younger than sixty-three. I'd say Goldman is is. I'm going to say Goldblum's 61. Say 63. 
He's got to be older than 61. It's dead. What? That's how he died. 62. Oh, split the difference. Eason's 60. Goldblum's amazing. He is amazing. I was suggesting that he should take over for Downey from Tony Stark. They should cast retarded? older. They should cast older. No, it's great. They should. They got to get him in Marvel. Liam Neeson's older. He's older. Sixty-three. Holy! You're so happy when you said that. I was. Yeah. Well, but I'm talking about the TV version. You got to start younger. You can't go Neeson now. Fine. God damn it. I'll go a different route. I love that Goldblum call though. Damn, it's good. He's he's great. Goldblum's great. Who's your first? I don't know. You have to go because I have Bierko. You can't do you can't do um, Kevin Corrigan. I love Kevin Corrigan though. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I did. He was actually all right. He wasn't in that. Um, who was the guy that was in uh, Black Mass? Being all set. Oh, the guy from uh, Days of Confused. Oh, I like him too. Rory Cochran. He was in a movie I watched uh, with uh, Oculus. Do you see that? Horror no. movie with the mirrors? Why would I? It wasn't bad. No. Got the girl from, woman from Doctor Who in it. Fuck Doctor Who. Doctor Who's the dumbest shit. Yeah, I don't watch Doctor it. Who is the dumbest looking shit. <laughs> of course, that's part of it, though. Part of it is... No, no, I mean, I mean, it just looks... The, but, the, I mean, it has Peter Capaldi. You love him. I love him, but, but it looks so... The whole idea looks dumb, and I don't understand why people give a fuck. Well, you don't watch it. I know. I don't really watch it either, but actually, I'm I tried to watch like it, it when it was new. Like what? Me, in the, like Sean Eccleston and, came on. No, this was Tom Baker. Like Tom, Sean, and Kevin, like when we were kids, like love that show. Yeah, I watched it. I was like, "Fuck this." Okay, well, and it's still it's huge. It, looks, it still looks dumb. It's we got that Stephen Moffat guy who does the Sherlock show that yeah. everybody likes. All right, so who's your uh, Liam Neeson? Ask, why do you keep asking me? You, you, you got to go. I can't think of anybody. Um, a Tommy Flanagan. <laughs> he's probably sixty-three. He's not. He's in his fifties. Yeah. All right. So it's a guy who's old enough to have a teenage daughter. Which could be us. Forties. Okay. Carl's daughter is graduating college. College? Yeah. Well, he had kids young. He did. But still. Yeah. It's well, fucked. He had kids when he was twenty, I guess. Younger, I think. Oops, kid, but. Still a kid. That's cool though. So Carl could be. <laughs> Why does that badass I've got keep a, talking about Star Wars? I've got time? a specific set of tools, and it all towards building robots. He's still doing. He's still building. He does a great robots? job with those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got asked to be on the panel or the thing down there, the Star Wars Day or whatever. Okay. Showed off his R two. He did. Did he work on the movie at all? No. Mm. All right. My you first have no Neeson. ideas. You have, you're out of ideas. You have no idea. I can't be. I can't do like Jason Patrick, could I? He wouldn't. Well, you could, but you wouldn't do TV, probably. You could pick him though. No, I'll, I'll play by your your rules. I mean, if Christian Slater wasn't on Mr. Robot, you could get Christian Slater. I he, wouldn't he want would Christian Slater. He would do it. Though. He's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe Jason him. Jason Patrick wouldn't do it. I wouldn't believe him. Okay. Can't do all of them because he's already done that kind of shit. You got to go against casting type, like Bjerko. He's 
It's a good choice. You got to go against type, though. Okay. Because, like, nobody saw Liam Neeson like that. I mean, we knew he was capable, but the average Joe didn't see it. Keep, keep stalling, by the way. You got nothing. But when I come, I'm going to come correct. Okay. So who you got? can't think of anybody that's the sad part i'm glad we're keeping this in though actually i'm gonna is it okay if they're already on tv it, whatever they canceled they canceled the the stiffer or whatever it's called and rob Lowe. the, the grinder yeah rob Lowe is, is a terrible choice i know he's awful <laughs> <laughs> why would you do it why would you even say it because he's so pretty so pretty canceled the stiffer i wish that what's it called the fluffer the grinder grinder so you're backing off that. Oh, I, I got it. I got it. Eric Bana. Oh, that's right. It's all he plays. Shit! It's all he does is play tough men. I get a pussy. Talking about Sarchi. <laughs> yeah, I gotta think of somebody who's got some heart on. They had, I was on uh, my TV the other day, like, you know, looking at movies, like going to run a movie, and they had it categorized, like the VOD. They had them all you know, bunched up. They yeah. had, like, a drama. <laughs> and they had, like, a picture of, like, you know, I don't know. Thrillers. They had horror, and the, the advertisement for horror was uh, See No Evil or whatever. Deliver Us from Evil? Deliver Us from Evil. Sarchi with, like, a flashlight. <sighs> Poor Banna. Banner probably do it. Banner's probably looking at TV product projects. Banner's a delight. I love him. But but we buy. We already expect him to be a tough guy. But Banner could do it. I mean, but he's already thick. done that. He's already a ba- like Hannah. He's a fucking but he father. Hasn't done it on TV. Right. He hasn't done it on TV. No, he hasn't done shit on TV. At least in the states. But Defoe. Too old. He is too. He's too, probably the same age. Too leathery, and too nobody wants to like him. He looks like you, you hate him, and he, he's already killed everybody on he's TV. Be great, he'd be great. He's already kicked everybody's ass, so he's already beat everybody up. He'd be great, but he, I think he's probably the same age as Neeson. And plus, he'd, talk, he'd be talking weird on the show. <laughs> he does talk a little weird. He does talk Kinda, strange. If you, listen, if you close your eyes, he, do, he, he sounds a lot different. It's like, what, what is this fucking... Is he a Canadian? Is that where he's I don't, from? I don't know. He's got a strange voice. Doesn't read audiobooks, does he? Is that one of his side gigs? I'm listening. Who am I? I just did David Morse audiobook. Oh, I love Morse. Oh, David Morse is too old, but Morse yeah. would be a good choice. He's a good reader. What did he read? Revival, Stephen King. It's great. You like that. And uh, my boy Michael Kelly is reading Joyland to me right now from uh, House of Cards. And you like Joyland? I do. He showed up on something else. He's a, He was in Everest. Yeah. It's a good movie. Some people don't make it in that film. Yeah. John Krakauer, who wrote the big book. Uh, into the into Thin Air. He hated that movie. Really? He's in it. His character's in it. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's who uh, what's his face plays. Michael, Michael Kelly. He hates it. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? He said it was just fabricated bullshit. It's based on his book. It's not based on his book. Uh, he's like, yeah, there, in, it, it took place in a lake. In my in real life, he got mad. There's a scene. all right. Bill Pullman, taken. Too old. Too boring. Shit. Daryl Zero. 
too old. We can't. We're getting everybody that's the same age as Neeson at this point. Oh, I know Sam Neill. I mean, everybody, <laughs> you know, come on, everybody's the same fucking Sam age. Sam Neill. Everybody's that same in the '60s. Why can't we cast like a decade below that or 15 years below that? Because we're old and we don't. We don't think of them like us. Yeah, we we, th- we think of anybody that's our age or younger is still vital, has a future. Gary Oldman <laughs> and Taken. Be like, we have your daughter. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck, I gotta. I can make another. Gives a shit. I'm more concerned that I'm not married to Fomke anymore. <laughs> All like, right, you'd be like, we got your daughter. You're like. Who is this? <laughs> Who? All Who right. Fucking got it. Brian Van Holt taken. Yeah. That's a good choice. He's, he fits. He's physical. He's a tough. He's physical. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. We haven't seen too much of him. It's a perfect choice, actually. I like that one. That's a good one. That's the best one. Love him. BVH? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, BVH would be perfect. Yeah, he's got a specific set of skills. He's in that comedy. He's like been in Cougar Town for like eight years or. He was in years. Sons of Anarchy a little bit. He was on in uh, the much underappreciated Stallone flick, Bullet to the Head. He was in um, House of Wax, which I played dual roles in that. I liked him in that. Played a great bad guy in that. Great bad guys. Um. Get James Marshall to play in it. Who? James Marshall, Twin Peaks, Gladiator, Few Good oh, Men. Fuck yeah, goddamn. Yeah, I wonder if he'll be back for the Twin Peaks. Revival. What's he going on with? What's going on with him? Oh, he's super. He looks pretty okay. He's super retired, I'm sure. Uh, he's in his mid forties, probably, maybe a little older than that. Mid forties. He kind of didn't have a career. Minute. He, he's in it for a minute. I know. I got a good one. Eric Thal. <laughs> uh, let's look them up. You're right. He is old. <laughs> Is that the same James Marshall? <laughs> Do you think Eric Thal's still working? Uh, in what business? Catering? <laughs> he was in the hair business back in the day. James Marshall? I'll look up Eric Thal. James Marshall, five years older than us. He's close to 50? But yeah, he's still got... He's fucked. Because they're bringing back the, a couple people for our... Um, Twin Peaks, like Bobby Briggs. Who? You know, um, what's his face? I can't remember his name. I love Twin Peaks. Um, I could, you, you want to you know what happened to Mr. James Marshall? Oh. He was involved in a big lawsuit in 2000 for uh, $11 million in damages. He's, he claimed that taking the drug Accutane caused him gastrointestinal distress. And they removed his colon. James he, he's he got no. Thin when I saw him. He's got no colon. Is he? Okay? He said it dented his acting prospects. Did he? Um, did he win? Um, they took it off the market. Or did they win his lawsuit? He's, he's a musician now. That's awful, man. Eric Thal still. He's not working since two thousand nine. So that would be great. To throw him a bone for this. I don't mean to fucking win the game, but Guy Pierce. I, I thought of Guy Pierce, but I just don't think you do TV. He did Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. I thought of Guy Pierce when you started talking about 
what was some something that he was in? Oh, you start talking about um, Kevin Corrigan because he was in that movie with Kevin Corrigan. I saw recently where he played that it was like the fitness guy. Oh, how was that? I liked it. It was, it was like called Pulse or something. Something like one word. Yeah. It was like a weird title. Pump. Pump. Uh, it was good. It was actually pretty good. It was it was fun. Um, had uh, the woman from How I Met Your Mother and Avengers on that too. Speaking of, we should have watched the Rover tonight. Again? Ah, uh, so good. But Guy Pierce wouldn't do it. He's too busy, man. Don't got Prometheus afraid. two coming out. I'm sure he's in it. What's up with Prometheus? Prometheus two. They're they're full steam ahead on that thing. That's a shocker to me. Especially after Ridley Scott's final killed it with the Martian. He finally has a huge box office win. He's going back to Prometheus too. It's just like, wow, he's really he's doubling down on. I uh, can't believe I got to edit this. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> Maybe we should take more time off between the next. <laughs> well, we cracked a Robert Plant joke. Yeah, but that's before the show. Oh yeah. The question is, was it good for a while? No. Well, you like the winery stuff. That was funny. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to end strong or just end? <laughs> Are you St. Peter? Um, okay, how do we end strong? How do we do anything strong? Think of something great. We talked about Eric Fall already. <laughs> That's another thing, man. Our references. Like, that's how old we are. Yeah, so when problem. I say Eric Eric Thal, if I would have said Eric Thal like 10 years ago, it would have yeah, No, you've got to say Kenny Wormald now. Well, I do. Perfect. You ended it strong. <laughs> Brought up Wormald. Is he in anything? Miss Wormald. That's um, how you end the shows. You look up Kenny Wormald's IMDb page. And then read, did he get his colon removed too? I mean, I don't mean to be. <laughs> that's mean, actually. Age 31. Taken. <laughs> you think you can be in Taken? Too old. He's in Love and Mercy. Is he? Plays one of the Beach Boys, probably. Dennis Wilson, yeah. Officially a Beach Boy. It's good that Cusack's kind of gotten his shit together, though. What? He's only 49, Cusack. You thought he was older? Surprised he... I mean, I think he's... That's pretty old. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like... Older than us, but I, I mean, I thought that he is, you know, forty nine to me. Cusack seems like a teenager a lot. You know, I remember remember him like that. Yeah. He's the best. Cus? He used to be. What's he got going on? A lot. Cus? Yeah. You get mad when I call him Cusy Cus. It's a perfect name. There's no... Has he ever been married or anything? Mm-mm. You can't. You can't pin him down? No. Man, he's been through He's been through some bad movies. Yeah, but he's toughed Recent. it out. I mean, recently. 
What, what's he? And he's got to be still heading in that direction. He got it. You got the Raven. <laughs> they, show, they show it all the time. They show, they show it all the time. Oh my God! Are they really making sell? It's really happening. Yeah, they made it. It's like they made it like two years ago. They didn't release it yet. You know who's in it? Sam Jackson. Orphan. Yeah, I know. I know a buddy, a friend of mine, as an extra. They filmed it here. When 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 can it come out? It must be awful because they haven't really. I mean, they they don't even talk about releasing it. But listen right. to this. His his movie. This is how good he's doing. Kickback. Famke. Great. Kusi. Great. Michael Bean. Great. Sean Young. Great. John Hanna. Great. Jennifer. Sliding Blank. doors, bitch. Jennifer Blank, who is Michael Bean's wife. He's in Spike Lee's next movie. Kusi. Mm-hmm. What movie? What movie is that? Chirac plays father. It's in Dragon Blade. That's actually out. I think you can get that. I don't know. I mean, they they bump around. I mean, he still gets to be in good movies every once in a while. But what the fuck? I'm looking at Dragon Blade. I know it's insane. Jackie Chan. Who else? Like crazy shit. Oh, Adrian Brody. Oh no. <laughs> I want you to click on. This is how we're gonna tie it up. I want you to click on Untitled Wall Street Project and read me the first name you see. I'm not, I'm not on IMDb, but... Where are you? I'm on Wikipedia, but hold on. Is Here. this worth it? Of course it is. Here, I'll give it to you. I'll give my phone to you. Click on Untitled Wall Street Project. Here's how we tie the... This is how we tie the bow. I don't know how to operate one of these phones. And then read me the first name. It's like a, it's like a trick. Maggie Grace. Yes. Untitled Maggie Grace Project. She was not convincing in the first taken, by the way. She's trying to play 10 years younger than she was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the funniest thing, the best for, I guess who else is in it? David Morris. Yep. Tying it up. Um, you know, the funniest part of that was when she runs in that movie. She looks like a little kid. Yeah. They asked her about it, and like, that was such a great choice. She's like, that's just how I run. Like, she wasn't trying to do that. So Inside the actor's studio here. Yeah. We should do a podcast. We should change the format. Every episode, we should have one I, of I agree with you. We should do a podcast. We should do a podcast where... What, like it's like a WTF or whatever where one of us is the host and one of us is the celebrity right and we take turns and we just have a conversation like that and just like pretend that we're interesting like I'm interesting. no we pretend like like today yeah I'm sitting here with Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> don't even try don't try to impersonate him just have a conversation actually it's not a bad idea for okay let's, tr- let's do a sample let's okay. do a sample um, who's gonna interview who well I guess I'll be the host you're better at the at play I'll, I'll let you decide. I'll well, wait. You. We could try. We'll we'll t- we'll audition. We'll do. We'll both do it. So I'll I'll go first with. Uh, uh, but with whoever is the host gets to pick who the other person is being interviewed. And it's not you. Don't change your timbre of your voice. You don't perform. Well, that's a given. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> for me, at least, who are you interviewing today? I'd like to welcome to the. What do we call the show? Um, the Korg. No, no. We'll call it um, <laughs> the Korg. <laughs> Um, it's got to be something pretentious a little bit well yeah 
one to one after after the after after the bread Act, actors in the afterbirth <laughs> the manhunter joke yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> after the bread <laughs> um Come on. Face face out. Face out. <laughs> face out. Okay, we'll call it face out. After the bread. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh we'll call it face out. All right. Hey, welcome to Face Out today. It's a very exciting show for me. Got one of my acting heroes here today. Uh thank you for joining us. Uh, uh Mr. Arlie Arlie Ermy. Now, Arlie, you are known specifically for your uh very, very unique, interesting voice, uh, interesting speaking voice. And it's just like whenever anybody hears you, immediately they know it's you, no matter if it's like you're in a cartoon, you're you know doing um, a commercial, you're doing the voiceover, which you do a lot of voiceover for commercials, like Toyota, Honda. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. R. Arlie, what is actually, what does the R stand for? Ronald. Well, there's that voice. <laughs> Just give me shivers. I was in the military. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> it's, too, it's too bad that they never tapped into that for your uh, casting in movies. Maybe someday they should try to get you to play a military guy. <laughs> By the way, I just checked, and my real name is Ronald. <laughs> no wonder you shortened it to R. Arlie Ermy. Yep. Were you in the Navy or the Ermy? Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna crack that shit. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> How did you get discovered? Can you t- take us back a little, a little walk through memory lane here. Well, Mr. Kubrick was needed some help with Full Metal Jacket. Kubrick, Stanley. Oh, and he is dead. And I helped him, and he liked me, and then I became his actor. I think originally, I think the that you were like uh, you were teaching the actor who played the drill sergeant to do drill to be the you know to to be able to speak like you and then Kubrick fired him yeah is that true yeah I replaced him you replaced him Jonathan Winters <laughs> how was that was it awkward was it awkward uh no touched by the hand of uh directorial gods a little bit and kind of made your career is that correct or were you in something before that frighteners <laughs> is that before that was before <laughs> 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 I remember that Kubrick <laughs> heavily heavily 
one of his uh, favorite favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> the Frighteners. <laughs> You're also in uh, another one of his favorite movies, Saving Silverman. <laughs> That's right. I was in that. Oh. You, what was it like working with uh, Steve Zahn? And uh, <clears throat> Jason uh, Biggs? Jason Biggs was the star. And uh, Jack Black and Amanda Peet. Mm. I didn't even look that up. Killing it. Jason Biggs old enough to do Taken. (laughs) (laughs) He got fired from the Turtles that he used to do the voiceover. I don't know if you heard about your co-star, Jason Biggs, Mr. Ermy, um, but he uh, was the voice of Leonardo, the leader in blue, <clears throat> the Turtles cartoon on Nickelodeon, got fired because he, his tweets um, were like insensitive, like kind of too sexual. And so if anybody was following him, like kids following him because of the Turtles were shocked. Um, so they let him go. He was a little bit too vulgar on Twitter, actually. Okay, let me interview you. All right. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome to the face out after the bread. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to have a somebody who's a multi-hyphenate in the, in the building. Actors, musicians, chefs. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I've never had somebody quite this versatile. Ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Davidson. I can see why you took your time (laughs) really had to dig through the folds of your brain (laughs) to get to him I mean to get to me (laughs) thanks for having me on the show it's my first podcast I've been on this first first anything any kind of talk show I've been on Never been on a talk show. My before. first question is, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in. Um, you were in one sh- movie. I was on Mad TV. Okay. And I was in um, uh, that Spike Lee movie. The, I remember you in one movie where you played like a native or a crazy. Oh, you're talking about um, the one with Richard Dreyfus. Okay, it was, it was really great talking to you, Tommy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>